Hey everybody, welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It is me, your host, Brian. Uh, <clears throat> back at it again this week with a uh, standard edition No Beer Left Behind ep. <laughs> Sorry for uh, no fancy guests this week. Uh, just the boys with some fine beers. <laughs> um, it's, so, a, it's the dynamic duo, let's be real. Yeah, well, uh, I, you know, I leave it open for... Just on the in case that uh, we are blessed by Parker's presence. We know uh, Villem Tuna Flake Villem has already flaked out on us. Um, so that's sad. Disheartening news as that is, lest, let that, lest we be taken aback from our it, it, momentum hey, hey, moving hey, hey, forward. Brian. Brian, what's important is the finest host in the business with the most dynamic cattle prod west of the Mississippi. What is on the show tonight? So what? Who? I have a cattle prod. You have a cattle prod. That's all you, man. Okay. Well, that's that's all you. The finest cattle prod skills west of Mississippi. I'm. I'm honored. I'm blessed. Really, I am truly blessed. So this evening, I am drinking a Boulevard Tequila Barrel Lime Goza, which sounds way more intense than the ABV would let on. I think the ABV is like 4%, 4.2. Yeah, but it's a Goza. It's a Goza. And it is fantastic. It literally tastes like uh, if someone told you, if someone handed you the beer and they were like, hey, it's a margarita beer, you'd be like, all right, pff, I taste that. 100% taste that. It's really but I heard good. the margarita. I heard the margarita goes away. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> it's oh man, I, I bet the Growler Express are laughing right now. They're uh, they're not. They're better than that, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> they are better than that. Friends of the pod. Friends of the yeah. Do, we, do they get shirts? How does that work? So yeah, uh, Boulevard Tequila Lime Goza. It's great. Uh, you should get some while it's still available. I think it's going to be gone in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it'll be going away. It'll, it, it, you know, like all good things, it goes away. You know what I mean? It does. Mm-hmm. God damn it. You know, I wonder on the number of beer podcasts that you've listened to, have you ever heard someone pull a goes away joke? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, th- they're probably as freaking intelligent as I am. So. <laughs> They are. I'd like to meet. I'd like to meet my uh, your your uh, equal, Padre, you your well, equal wordsmith. Yeah, you you are quite the quite the man with words. Um, being being as such, what are you drinking this evening? And uh, and obviously, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I am very uh, pleased with the responses that we've got. So thank you, everybody, for the responses on that Manhattan Beer Project. Manhattan uh, Project Beer Company. God damn it. I fucked it up again. <laughs> <laughs> Manhattan Project Beer Company episode. Uh, it was awesome. Also, big thanks to them for posting a very kind blog. 
while they say that it was an amazing interview, Brian and I just like got by in the skin of our teeth. Um, <laughs> well, so- you know, I think the beauty of uh, of our interview skills is one of us actually has interview skills and the other one is really good at asking questions. And we will leave it up to the listener to decide who is which. But I will say uh, another good thing that you have going for you, Frank, is I don't think you... How many beer podcasts do you listen to? Um, Besides No Beer Left Behind. One episode of this podcast is... <laughs> uh, if we're lucky, we're, we're lucky to record one a week, so it's good. It's, it just so happens That's to right. sync up that way. Well, the reason I ask is because... Uh, if you had, if you do listen to other beer podcasts, you'll you'll understand that we don't ask the same questions that they do. Oh, okay. Uh, which I think is what maybe got us the solid review from Manhattan Project uh, and their uh, their like for our interview and uh, our skills in general is okay. that we did not ask the same questions they've been asked a hundred times uh, because honestly, uh, they're the questions that we can go find answers to. Uh, the questions that we asked, I feel like we're a little more uh, intelligent. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, well, uh, okay. So first, second, let's not third level. Horn here. In my opinion, <laughs> it's just like when I when I thought about, hey, questions to ask someone that makes beer, not hey, what goes into your chicken wings, right? Like, that's like asking the head chef or the manager at Chili's. Like Chili's, what's the, what's the secret to those Southwest uh, egg rolls? There, oh god! Uh, if you know out there, listener, please let me know because I've been searching for what, decades. What about that triple play? How do you yeah. price it so low? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just feel like yeah, these are things that you could find mock recipes online for. Triple play, I, your 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 triple play pick, mine Southwest Southwest egg rolls, chicken, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, buffalo chicken wings, boneless, obvi. And then those mm-hmm. little bitty sliders. That's a triple play from heaven. Well, I also like back in the day they included the queso on the triple play. <laughs> um, that was a wonderful melding of Southwest chicken roll with with queso, and mm. you know it was mm. it was good. But they they, I think probably took that away because people would slow roll the queso. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just ask for those chips because the chips are addicting as shit, right? Yeah, so, they are. Um, yeah, no, that was one, that was a good time ago. Now they do the two for twenty, oh. which I saw some Sprint employees get super excited about that today. Oh, Sprint employees got oh, excited about that. Did oh, they get dude, excited about know, their phone call rates internationally? Here, oh my god! Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Here what are you drinking? Hold on. Well, first off, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Hold on. Yeah, that's right, man. I just got rolling there for a second. We I'm did. Sorry, we started. Big we were talking. Out, big shout out. First off. Okay, okay, before we even get started, All so right. people don't have to even listen to much of this shit. I mean, I think we started uh, about seven minutes ago at this point. Yeah, I know. Seven minutes, they're probably still committed. They're like, oh, man, this dude, you know, intelligent. It's good, that first joke. <laughs> intelligent, yeah. handsome. Total, total hitter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> good looking, probably, young stud. I believe very good looking. Yeah, um, I do him. In all, in all likelihood, they're like, you know, subscribing to the to the cast right now so um anyways uh all jokes aside uh growler express they're open they're fantastic if you're in south austin definitely attend um they'll have their grand opening here in the middle of the summer but yeah their trivia is coming soon and who doesn't like trivia and beer and like beautifulness so beautifulness not a word yeah i mean it's a great it's a great melding of like things isn't it like Sports. Trivia, yeah, <laughs> trivia, trivia is just fantastic. Have you been to trivia nights? 
Yeah, dude. I mean, no, I, they great. they made me stop showing up. Like they didn't allow me to show up to trivia nights. I would dominate so hard. I would uh, yeah, throw okay. glasses. There I would is. challenge mm-hmm. the actual answers because they were wrong. Mm-hmm. I was right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, well, I've not been to trivia. I want that is something that I do want to go check out. Dude, I love uh, trivia. Is like once you're retired from intramural sports, I feel like that's your intramural <laughs> sport. So it goes high school mm-hmm. sports, yeah. intramural sports, bar trivia. Yeah, pretty much. All right, makes I mean, sense. Un- unless you're committed to like rec league. Like church basketball, pick up pick up uh, work games, and yeah. uh, you got that one coworker who's gung ho about softball, and he's oh, like, "Guys, God. I made shirts." Yeah, walking around with his glove all day. <laughs> right, I it's see like, beer, you. Beer me, beer me that softball, Brian. <laughs> he's in the office throwing yeah. shit. He's, hey, throw me that stress so, ball again. Sorry. Another tangent. This Sorry. is fucking awful. Okay, so Sorry. what I'm actually having. Is and Brian, uh, you need to explain to the people before this is like out of towns. Uh, Dogfish Head One Twenty Minute IPA. Oh hell okay. yeah! All right, so uh, <laughs> was at a very kind liquor store that sold me six of these. God damn! Um, First off, high roller. Secondly, well, so I, I bought a couple because I figured maybe Parker and Villain weren't going to invest in any. So they probably um, that's accurate. That. and then yeah, the, the, Growler's also holding you at a five one two double pecan. So oh yeah. nice, yeah. Um, so I'll be expecting you to cash at me that right. Okay, all right. Um, so <laughs> anyways, uh, great beer. This this year's version though. So for those people, while you're drinking, the people who may not be familiar with Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA, the beer is very unique. It's uh, They have a 60-minute and a 90-minute, a 61 and a 75-minute, which are no longer in production. But they also have a 120-minute. Uh, uh, it, it signifies not only the amount of time in boil, so two hours, but it also signifies the amount of minutes that it is dry hopped. So a hundred, or I'm sorry, dr- hopped in the boil, not dry hopped, hopped in the boil. So it is continuously hopped for two hours, uh, small doses at a time, making this beer a very, very unique experience. It also comes in at about 18% alcohol, depending on the year. And yeah, this, this year is a little lower. It, I don't think it says on the bottle. The only place that you may find is in their like logbooks. Uh, so, really? Yeah. No, I trust me. You saw my collection that I have, right? Yeah, I'm sitting on eight bottles over four years. Is it okay, eight or six six bottles over four years, whatever it is. Um, the only thing that's different from year to year is the date that's printed on the neck of the bottle. Mm-hmm. So this one should be like what four thirty eighteen. No, this one is twenty eighteen. <clears throat> the one I've got is twelve fifteen seventeen. Okay, so that's last year's run. Uh, okay. I have a couple of those actually. Uh, so right. the the cool part about this beer is because it's substan- so substantial in alcohol and in bitterness, uh, the beer is really built to hold up over time. And some people say up to 10 years. I'm going to call my vertical at about five years and then uh, go to town on it. But what you'll experience is something very unique in that it is – it's an intense beverage. I mean, we're talking like cognac, 
or brandy level yeah. ex- uh, experience. It is very boozy. It is very sweet, and it is very bitter all at the same time. It's very, it's and you know, very strange. It, yeah, it's got it's got like deep citrus notes, but they're mm-hmm. they're subtle. Yeah. Um. So there's a ton of grapefruit, but it's like it's like you bit into a grapefruit and you got that initial like. Wow, that's grapefruit, and then someone just shut off the tap, and you taste nothing but the lingering of, of whatever that flavor was. But it's yeah. it's very good, um, worth the price. So these were running, I think, about fourteen, fourteen um, a bottle. Yeah, Jesus you know, Christ, twelve or fourteen. Yeah, this is in West Lake, so that happens over there. It sh- shouldn't, especially for I'm sorry, especially for a seventeen bottle. Uh, they. The most I've paid is nine ninety nine for a twelve ounce bottle. Okay. I think I might have paid ten ninety nine the first year that I got it, but that was because there was none in the market. There's a lot of that beer in the market right now. I mean, enough to where you found a bottle from twenty seventeen. Usually, those bottles do not sit around at all. Um, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> learn my lesson. Uh, I'll do some shopping around, but uh, it's it's worth it, even at fourteen. Yeah, I will say. It's, it's worth it. It's it's good enough for that price. Um, yeah, and I'm also having. If you've sorry. never, ha- I'm sorry. If you've never had it, yeah, fourteen is not not an outrageous price. And if you're out in uh, a bar somewhere, expect to pay at least that for yeah. a pour. So don't. Yeah, and if, like I said, if you never had it, go for it. It's a it's a w- worthwhile experience. So the other thing that I'm having is the first sighting Sauvignon Blanc, which will be my second pour i guess of the night i had a little bit of it before but i figured i'd i'd do the the beer before i wish you told um, me i'd have, I'd have cracked one of those 2017s open too man yeah, yeah so the the first sighting sauvignon blanc is a delicious sauvignon blanc um i'd say so one of my favorite things about south african sauvignon blancs is the green pepper flavor cuz i'm not huge into high citrus in wine because I, I just feel like it shouldn't be in wine, so it, it's very weird to me when I taste grapefruit. Um, and the natural flavor of the Sauvignon Blanc is actually, it's that green pepper earthiness um, that you get in South African Sauvignon Blancs, as well as uh, some of the ones they make in France, although France tends to focus a little bit more on Chenin. Um, so if you are in the Austin area, you can definitely grab this. A uh, couple of places around town, Beverage World, Austin Wine Merchant have it. Um, definitely worth finding. Um, huge fan. Also happened to distribute it, but I, I mean, that's Side neither note. here nor there. Yeah. Um, it's just a good wine. And those are the dogs, you know, they're just Earl like family yeah. losing their mind over that Sauvignon Blanc. They love it. Yeah, too. they are. Um, super fans. Well, <clears throat> now that we've gotten the, the, uh, business, the paperwork out of the way, we can get into the substance of what we were discussing before we started casting and uh and some things that I know that were on your mind um talked about some sprint co sprint workers getting really hyped about some international calls should uh, we should we start with that well I mean I know we were talking about it and it's something that I know you can talk about while I try to figure out how to open this goddamn wax bottle of beer that I have okay. in my hand so just take the wheel for a second and if you want to go hey if you want to hit us with that new new that you found out about before you uh, sat down to record, go ahead and hit me with that. I'll Do listen that. along. Okay. All right. A little, yeah, a little commercial break on Brian's side. Sorry. Um, this fucking wax sucks. <laughs> Don't wax dip so, your bottles. 
No, you're, it's not a wine bottle. Okay, people are actually trying to use bottle openers, not like a fucking and wine cutter. Also, it a wine fuel cutter and a beer bottle opener don't go together. I don't know also, if you've seen those not sold in the same package. Oh, they are. Uh, it I has found, never really happened. I have so. one. I have one by Rabbit. It's fucking cool, but really expensive. Anyway, also, and it does nothing to your beer. It doesn't protect it anymore. It doesn't give you mm. any more oxygen. No, it's like taking a screw a screw cap wine bottle and putting wax over it. Okay, it's stupid. It's dumb. That's stupid. Doesn't even fucking look good either. Sorry. No. All right. Sorry. Yep. We're done shitting on people. Now. Done. So done. um, when I come, oh yes. Sorry, a lemon chiffon cheesecake just arrived here. <laughs> um, I was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, she very got, excited about that. Frank just got. More excited than I have ever heard him be on this podcast. Well, this lady can she can bake so well. Okay, so back 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 to the actual story. Yes. Um, what were we talking about? Sorry, uh, this your big your, cheesecake looks so good. Your big news that you uh, re- heard about before. Okay. The cast. So a couple things we're gonna we're gonna hit two topics here while Brian's busy trying to open up this cork, not cork bottle of wax. Um, so. Okay, first off, <clears throat> boring news first. Michael Cohen apparently got someone to delete two FinCEN uh, suspicious activity reports off of their server. That is huge news because the suspicious activity report system um, is specifically tied. It, it, it relates to investigating money laundering. If someone actually forcefully deleted these files... Uh, the only way that they can be recovered is with the original bank. But they can be recovered because they also file them with the IRS to make sure that people pay taxes. So being a person that has previously implemented risk frameworks for banks, um, deleting them from FinCEN does really nothing. They just go request these things again. Um, but huge news in that like that's, that's Watergate-level um, issues, right? Like Watergate... <laughs> It's obstruction. They destroyed 30 minutes of the tape. Yeah. Destroying <clears throat> FinCEN records is obstruction of justice. And at the beginning, if you recall back lots of episodes ago, I discussed the fact that what could potentially get him are these SARS because SARS are, they're, they're a book of truth and they get filed whenever you do anything above $5,000, period. They just get filed. And they get filed in triplicate, quadruplicate, make it very difficult for you to like, actually get rid of of the SAR. So anyways, that was pretty huge news. We'll see where that goes. If it is proven to be true, it it is again, it's an anonymous source. We'll see where it goes. But um that that could be just massive Watergate level news. Uh outside of that, Sprint. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> The beautiful company that is Sprint, and I guess will soon be Sprint Mobile T, um, <laughs> they they make it very difficult to cancel a cell phone, which is understandable because all of these places do that. Yeah. Um, Took the, me over an hour and a half one time. Okay, so I luckily still had my account. I was just, okay, here's, here's a little workaround to your Sprint system, okay, for those listening. You're going to go to Sprint if you have a Sprint account. They're going to tell you, you can't use other people's upgrades to upgrade your phone. Okay, that's only there so they can sell you a new phone. What you can do, if you own the phone on the line that you're looking to upgrade, is you can cancel that line after starting a new line on your service, okay, using a different phone number, if, if you don't mind that. Uh, 
using a different phone number, getting a new phone, probably getting some significant cheap reduction on whatever the nicer phone is at that time, um, and then dropping the old line. So that's kind of what I was doing. And I get on the phone, and I'm, like, ready to drop this line. And I pick up the Spanish Sprint flyer, okay? (laughs) Now, I know marketing, and I understand that you're not going to market, like, phone calls to Cuba in the English flyer. I get it. But they did so happen to advertise uh, phone calls to Cuba at $10 a month for 20 minutes of airtime and an additional 70 70 cents per minute for a continuous <laughs> talk. Now, if you have ever <laughs> been part of any Latin, Caribbean, Spanish family, Mexican family, you understand that after 20 minutes, you have just said your hellos. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's complete horseshit, right? I've never heard one conversation go not longer than about 30 to 45. It doesn't matter who's talking. So 70 cents to Cuba. I don't know how difficult it is to reach Cuba, but that seems absurd. Even to a person who tried to call South Africa 10 years, 20 years ago at 30 cents a minute back in those days, today 70 cents a minute is an absurd amount of money to make a phone call. Well, it's because the evil people that live in Cuba, obviously. We have to pay the warlords and the I mean, other I people felt, who are stuck in mid twentieth century. About that. Like I, I was just like, really? I I really hope like Cuba has a stable enough cell phone network or I don't know, has the ability to get Skype or WhatsApp. I imagine they figured out ways around it. They don't have the internet, so I don't know, but this seventy cents a minute is just just gouging people looking yeah. to talk to family. That's that is oh man, that's just insulting. In fact, it's so insulting. If you go on our Twitter account, we'll be tweeting Sprint to get an explanation for this <laughs> amount of money they're charging people. <laughs> I, I, I think it's because they have to pay someone to fucking drag a line to Cuba from Miami I, once a I month. I just don't give a shit. Hey, there's something called humanitarian efforts, and you're a corporation making billions of dollars. It does not need to be on the back of millions of Cubans looking to talk to their family. Yeah, That is just... Oh, man. That is fucking... I, I, I bet you could call Pyongyang for cheaper than that shit, okay? Like, I bet <laughs> the workarounds to get to North Korea are cheaper than getting 70 miles off the coast. Well, I mean, seriously, it's easy. It, I mean, it's not easy, but it's easier to contact communist China where they have yeah. the internet blocked. You can use WhatsApp and actually talk with people. I get WhatsApp and I get WeChat, whatever the other one is that they use. Yeah, they have WeChat, they have WhatsApp, they've got... I mean, that's all over the world. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't know, man. It it really rubbed me the wrong way. So, yeah, I think if, if there were a campaign against the Sprint T-Mobile thing, this would be one of the things that I'd say, hey, are you going to plan on lowering this bullshit charge that seems way too much? Like, if you raised all of your call charges by the minute, by a half a cent you probably cover enough to make these Cuban phone calls at unlimited for, or, or not even unlimited, but at like one and a half cents a minute or something like something meaning reasonable, right? Like, yeah. How many people are trying to call Havana? 
Like we we've got a couple million people from Cuba in this country. How many customers do Sprint have? Right? It's just fucking. It's absurd. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's absurd. Stupid. Uh, you know what I found absurd and stupid? Um, paper tags. And I know it sounds so lame and so dumb, but I've been noticing a ton of paper tags on vehicles in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I mean... So, paper tags, explain that just a little bit. So, paper tags meaning the, the tags that you get, the temporary license plates that you get from car dealerships when you either go out for a test drive or when okay. you buy a vehicle and they haven't like you haven't gotten your license plate yet or uh, like a loaner vehicle some uh, car dealerships will give paper tags out but paper tags really get on my goddamn nerves and here's why because to what i from like from what i can tell there's no like there's no definition as to what a paper tag is. So technically, if you have a computer and a printer, you can go license your own vehicle by printing off some dumb digits on a piece of paper, folding it up, and just screwing it to the to where your license plate goes on your car. Or taping it to the back window. Or yep. taping it to the tailgate of your truck, all catawampus-like. It's, it, it's kind of ridiculous in that you, you can get around town that way. Now... If you're getting around town because you have you, you've purchased a vehicle legally and everything's on the up and up, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. It also has a finite time of like expiration before it expires. With the issue that so, I've okay, seen, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, just quick, yeah, on the paper bag, uh, the paper bag trail, paper tag trail, yes. <laughs> um, so was there a time before paper tags? Because I don't know it. I don't either. I, okay. I don't fucking know. I, I I know when I bought my first vehicle, it had a license plate on it, <clears throat> and from had, the dealership. From the dealership, it was a used car. Was it used? It yeah. was used. Yeah. So they transferred it. Yeah. Okay. And then they were like, "Hey, you paid your title fee or whatever. We'll just get you a new tag sent out to you." And it was like two weeks, and I had a a new license uh-huh. plate that was li- licensed under me or my parents, whatever. And that was it. That was even my new vehicle uh, that I got. Two over two years ago at this point, it had a paper tag for about a week and a half. And in that week and a half, I used the toll roads in Dallas. And don't you know, the North Texas Toll Authority knew exactly who that paper tag belonged to because they sent me my freaking bill. So, like, so, okay. All right, so everything seems to be on the up and up here with paper tags. Now, the issue that I have is the the sheer volume of paper tags that I see on a daily basis. Because I would be lying to you if I told you it was under a dozen I saw a day. Yeah, okay. I, th- I mean, yeah, it's it's more than that, for sure. A shit ton. Now, of these cars yeah. with paper tags, at least one of them every day is in a complete mess. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. like, it looks like it has been in a full-on auto accident, yet it's got a paper tag on it. Which is like, one of two things happened. One, I bought a new car and it got wrecked. Or two, I bought a car that was wrecked, and it looks like this. Now, if or, that's... Or, hold on. Okay. Or, I bought a car that wasn't roadworthy, and I stole a paper tag. Yeah, or, yeah, or made one. And, yeah, and we're well, here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this it doesn't take a Photoshop no, genius. No, if you... <laughs> like, there's some of them that are, like, Comic Sans. Like, okay, all right, come on. 
I know this something doesn't look on the up and up. But if you have Arial font loaded onto your computer, you can print these out for days. It's just ridiculous. So what I did notice, it, it, the diehard listeners, both of you, uh, if you remember back to, I mean, we were talking like under episode 20 of this podcast, <coughs> I got into an accident on I-35. I got mm-hmm. sideswiped by a BMW 7 Series as I'm... Probably swerving lanes. Probably swerving oh, lanes. Oh, absolutely. Just change yeah. lanes to get, a, to get around traffic. Anyway, his 7 Series BMW sideswipes my Kia, my Kia Spectra, you know... The big baller status Kia Spectra that I had. Well, his ability to pay was luckily high. Uh, No, no, it wasn't, and here's why. Homeboy's rocking a paper tag, and when I look and see in the rearview mirror, I see it's like two teenagers' eyes looking back at me, and then he just drives on the shoulder and passes everyone in traffic and just leaves my ass. I realize, oh, shit, he doesn't own that vehicle. Or if he does own that vehicle, it he's not supposed to be driving it right now. Or, you know, yeah. if, if, if he has the right to drive it, he's <clears throat> f- willingly fleeing the scene of an accident. Whatever. Yeah. W- what I've also heard... <clears throat> Super <shitty>. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. Being outside today, he's got my allergies all kinds of jacked up. But what I've also learned, and this... I'm afraid to even say this out loud because I'm afraid it's going to be some, like, from some right-wing conspiracy website. But I'm going to say this because it kind of makes sense in a way. If you were wanting to commit a crime (laughs) and you needed to use a vehicle and you had a pretty generic-looking vehicle, so say like a, I don't know, silver Honda Civic, instead of having tags on your car that would directly identify the vehicle that is committing this crime or used in aiding and abetting this crime... Wouldn't it be easier if you wanted to drive around town under the radar and just put paper tags on your vehicle? So, there's that. And that that theory was confirmed last week when a like 14-year-old girl was abducted in Abilene. And an Amber Alert went out for a Chevy Suburban with paper tags. And the descriptor of the Suburban was silver Chevy Suburban. 97 to 99 or 2001, whatever it was, paper tags. That was it. That was the description. So, the fuck? Good luck. Good luck narrowing Yeah, no, down. you can throw your real tags back on and you're, you're wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, okay, that's super scary. Super serial. Um, yeah, I, I have seen lots of the paper tags. I've had them myself. The, I guess DMV probably allows, I don't know, prisons to print the <laughs> license plates or something like that. Well, no, they're not. They even, take forever to get printed. Well, they're and the actual the the metal plate. Yeah, either that, either they take forever, or Texans overextend themselves in new cars so frequently. Yes, that we just can't like up. print enough. Um, I, I still it, have my original car that I bought when I graduated college, and I've seen. F-150s with kids my age that they definitely have bought two of them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. interesting. I don't, I don't yeah. But I, I'm going to go with a little bit of the former, a little bit of the latter. Right? Yeah, and like I'm not like, saying every paper tag out there is some nefarious activity <laughs> waiting to happen. But I honestly, like, I wonder what percentage of people are just printing tags off at their house and be like, 
fuck it. Like, <laughs> not, yeah, because uh, I mean, the only identifiable object on a vehicle is the VIN, right? So the and tag th- that's like the, this, the size like, of a pinky. Oh, yeah, but if the if the tag becomes this illegible piece of paper that's just like good till oh not and and they literally write it with a sharpie right then you're like okay well that's interesting i mean i don't yeah it just becomes a photoshop battle so i dude i don't i don't honestly know what the like long-term solution to the tag problem is i would say it involves not printing them in prisons (laughs) well i don't think that's the issue it's not they're not printed in prisons these paper tags are printed at car dealerships. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, not printing license plates at prisons. Oh, I don't, I don't like, even think those are printed at prisons either. Because I feel like it, those are. I know those are printed up by county and county of registration. So, uh, like, I bought my car in Collin County, uh, or I guess it was Dallas County. And let me tell you, Dallas County does not mess around. Like, I got my tag within a week, within seven business days. Of nope, it is one hundred percent made in Texas prisons. Are they really? I guess mm-hmm. some highly efficient. Well, in I, Huntsville, I guess Dallas D. That's up toward the top of the alphabetical list. So if you're in Waxahachie, you're SOL. Like Win Unit, a medium security <laughs> prison in Huntsville. That's where they make them. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, it just is what it is. So but see, even then, uh, that doesn't solve the paper tag issue. Like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make, solve it. it make doesn't solve paper it. tags right. something like you figured out how to make money virtually counterfeit, like counterfeit resistant. You know, okay, okay. Let me let me let me throw it to you. Okay, okay. you know how consistent Texas tag RFID sensors are. What do you, what, they're very consistent. Like if you throw, if you put a tag on, it's an RFID sensor. You pass under something, it's what. Oh, you're is. talking about like toll roads or toll readers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If if you can if you can connect a low uh, voltage Bluetooth sensor to every car produced in the U.S. and it can emit its VIN, and you can trace VINs via that low Bluetooth whatever, right? Um, you figure out how to like combine the technologies with photo imaging, which isn't that difficult because that's also just a bunch of uh, waves. So if if you if you can end up like combining this technology, you you'll be able to eventually get to a state where where cars aren't able to be driven on the road without being spotted if they're not legal or if their tags expired or whatever. But it we'll never get to that stage because everybody has <laughs> everybody has let a tag expire. And as such, it's not in anybody's interest to go, yeah, no, I want to be ticketed whenever <laughs> I pass through toll booth and my tag is expired because the low Bluetooth sensor told everybody that this car is illegal. It's either stolen or part of an Amber Alert or tags are expired <laughs> or it's sped on this highway. Like, See, I'm, I'm, yeah. all for, I'm all for that. Uh, do away with vehicle, ins- vehicle inspections. They clearly don't work or else people wouldn't be broken down on the side of the road. Um, do away with well, it. Dallas. Okay, Dallas has a very different problem huh? when it comes to breaking down the side of the. Huh? Well, it's because they have junkers that people just slap paper tags on, and they're oh, like, oh, "Fuck it, it. whatever, bro." <laughs> paper yeah, tag conspiracy. Paper... Junkers, Dallas broken cars. All of I it solved it tonight. I <laughs> solved it. You're welcome. <laughs> God damn, Parker. Parker, thank you for joining. You're with us. Yeah, I am. How are, are you, you doing this evening? Yeah, are you stuffy? What's happening? I, dude, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, if you didn't know me, you would think that I 
had a severe coke problem today. Uh, Me too, buddy. Like Me too. Deviated septum style. Like I'm freaking sniffling like crazy uh, all today. day. Wow, oh, all day it's been like. You guys ever used a neti pot? Yeah, well, I've heard them. Okay. Okay. Um, well, if you haven't used one, they're super weird. You know, goes in one nostril, kind of out the other type of concept, uh, going through your nasal cavities. Well, what they don't say on the back of the fucking box is. Oh, uh, use this product, and then an hour and a half later, whenever you bend over to tie your shoes, an extra four ounces of water will come out of your nasal passages. Um, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now all day. It's just like just a st- steady stream of clear snot. Really awesome graphic for the for the listeners, and I apologize. but uh, So I'm not crying on the cast tonight. Um, Seems like you're real emotional. Oh, yeah. Torn up. <laughs> Uh, um, fun story about neti pots. Uh, if you do not use distilled water in them, uh, and you use like let's just say some uh, unclean Oklahoma lake water, you can actually start growing like uh, bacteria in your sinus cavities, like that uh, may or may not be flesh eating bacteria. Norman, Oklahoma, uh-huh. in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Looking at you. They had people using neti pots and were growing like amoebas and shit in their sinus cavities. It was that's awesome. Oh yeah, it was disgusting. Anyway, Fortunately, that, I am a survivor of the neti pot phase. Uh, I've actually got like a little T-shirt and everything. Is it Comey twenty twelve uh, and Comey's scratched off and it just says neti? Yeah, <laughs> it's the <laughs> sorry. Yeah, real Susan G Neti Pot Foundation. <laughs> the Neti G Komen. All right, uh, Perker. Outside of your sinus, uh, your the sinus drainage that you have going on, I've also been suffering the last like ten, fifteen days. It feels like. Uh, how how are you doing? We missed you last week. I'm doing swell, thank you. Um, I, you know, I. I wanted to compliment you guys on last week's episode. Oh, uh, oh, Frank, if, stop talking. Stop talking, Frank. Go on, Parker. If if anybody hasn't <laughs> listened to it yet, uh, backtrack <laughs> to last week's episode with Manhattan Project. Hey, company. Parker got it. Yep. Frank fucked it yeah. up earlier on this episode, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I had to stop myself there for a second because I was like, I don't want to frank this up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a great episode. Uh, they seemed like really cool, down to earth people that uh, are really passionate about beer making and they want to pass that on to their customers. So kudos to them. They're not just trying to churn out anything to make a buck. They seems like they're really proud of every batch that goes out on the shelves uh, or to the taps. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I wish I could have joined last week. Um, I guess there was a, a portion where I could have, but it would have just been super awkward. Like <laughs> in the last five minutes, oh hey, here's this other uh, transient <laughs> cast member. Um, well, so you, you yeah. know they they asked uh, for the for the Google Hangout link early on, like in this whole like correspondence back and forth, and I was like, listen, we generated the day of. I was like, not to sound cryptic or anything, but we did have a random dude from Alabama show up on one of our podcasts. <laughs> and yeah, Misty goes, are you serious? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think his name was Aaron. 
He uh, couldn't like, get his mic to work. It was really weird. It's really weird. It was like we were doing a podcast with a mime. <laughs> yeah, but you could tell from his mime gestures that he wasn't very intelligent. So, uh, Ooh, yeah. man, what if he's our like <clears throat> top listener here, bro? Our, our lone <laughs> Alabama listener. Oh gosh, yeah, suh, dude, suh. <laughs> like, we look at quality yeah. over quantity. For Texas to beat that ass. Texas about to beat that ass. Twenty twenty two. Oh, is Texas moving to the SEC? No, but they're playing them. They're playing everybody but A&M. It's so oh, that funny. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they got home and away with everybody in their Eastern like or Western SEC division except A&M. It's like the biggest fuck you. It's so funny. Fuck you to what, money? Do they fucking hate money? Is that no, why they I didn't mean, do Texas, Alabama, Texas, LSU, those are national title oh, games. That's yeah. more money than A&M will ever draw. Yeah, no, but uh, I don't know. Because mm. you play Kyle Field. Yeah, but hold on. Think about this, though. It's the buildup, right? They're going, oh, Uh, LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, like all these fucking, they will all be nationally televised, like Saturday night, primetime games, every single one of them. They're all going on CBS. And now the return of Texas and Texas. It's like fucking the Rock Stone Cold avoiding each other, right? Actually, it's more like like, at WrestleMania, da-da-da-da-da, the Rock versus Stone Cold. And you're like buying it. I guess I guess you're right. I guess a uh, UT versus Alabama would be more like Hulk Hogan and Sting and Sting. Yeah. Two people that are too old to be doing this, but they're still at it. Yep. They're just working it back to the main event. Which One is of these A and M Texas game, and it'll happen about I don't know seven years eight. Maybe they announce it next year for like 2025. Yeah. No, no, because they always do it the year after the contracts in. They're all for two year contracts and. <laughs> it's that, it's a whole. That's thing. crazy to me how far out they they project those games and, and and set up the deals because I heard on the radio this morning that OU's playing Nebraska in like twenty twenty one uh, home and away type thing and then again in twenty nine and thirty. I'm like, you're projecting out twelve seasons. That's I don't know. It's just kind of always crazy to me. I guess. Growing up, not being really into the football scene much, I figured it was just kind of like a year or two out. Like, hey, you guys want to play each other? Cool. No, they're freaking thinking long term. uh, High school football, even in Oklahoma, was two years in advance. But, I mean, in in my world, I worry about beer releases that are set for like six months out. And uh, like 90% of breweries can't predict what they're going to produce six months in advance. So... The fuck are we doing here, people? We're talking about we're talking about we're talking about twenty twenty one. Talking about twenty twenty two right now. The fuck are we talking about? You got seniors. Uh, you've got you got people that could be playing that could be seniors in that game who just got to college this year, right? Is my math correct in that? Yes. So, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, you, you could have an entire like just killers row of people that I don't know their balls drop their sophomore year and. They, you know, you have a, a national championship team that everyone graduates in, or everyone leaves for the NFL, and you've got Bubkiss going in against fucking Alabama, or worse, it, worse, you have an entire Alabama squad that leaves, and you have to go play Texas. Now, I mean, it, it, if Texas wins a Texas versus Alabama game in the next five years, it's a win-win for Texas. 
honestly. Because even if they lose, they're like, well, shit, I mean, we lost Alabama. That's that's exactly but do you, do you do you not think i've got this theory okay i like it i think i think what's going to happen here is similar to the kirby smart transition you'll see saban use one of those games i believe it's pronounced a, saban saban as Thank his you. final game like i think he he essentially put that as like his retirement this will be it i need to play texas ones like i i just have this he's close man he's very close to being done with this shit and I can see him being like three, maybe five more years at Alabama, or give that to the person as their first like big time game, um, like Kirby Smart got at Georgia. So I, I could see. I that. just have a sort of like feeling about that. I could also see Nick Saban. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick Saban just straight up <laughs> leaving in the middle of the night, a la Bob Stoops. Yeah. Now, he did that at Miami, right? Like I think he yeah. called him on the plane on the way to Alabama. He's like, "Yeah, fuck the Dolphins." <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it went. He was like, yeah, you know, you got ocean, you got boats, but do you have... You got boats. Yeah, do you have the rivalry with Auburn? Woo! Do you guys, do you all kill Millennial Oaks over it? No? Well, then fuck you. <laughs> Tumor's Corner's going down. And then I believe that's how that whole conspiracy started. I don't know. It's the conspiracy uh, theory nice, podcast. That was nice a, throwback. No shit. You went deep with that reference. That's... I'm proud of you, buddy. About that, they yeah. murdered it like a 150 year old tree. Yeah, let me put some Zyklon B in the soil here. Piece of shit. The name of football. Yeah. Football. Yeah. A game. It's a goddamn game where a bunch of god fucking <laughs> children run back and forth and make these oh, fucking white. These people. trees yeah. literally saw the founding of your university, the building <laughs> of like uh, both stadiums, the founding of football. Football becoming slavery. a mediocre sport, slavery. slavery, like all of these things, right? Like happen, and you're like, oh, one football game, they deserve to die. Yeah, yeah okay. you asked That's for this, great. asshole. Like, okay, yeah. well, yeah, because of these trees yeah. that Cam Newton came. No, in. it's because you paid him. That's why. Hey, yeah, man, that's unproven. Yeah, you should have gone over and burned down the house of the alumni that paid him. That would have been like, you know, I don't think at we, least the house is only thirty years old. It's listen, not like fucking two hundred million Frank bazillion years. Frank, Oklahoma is very wildfire prone. Okay, we don't want to start having alumni's houses burned who paid people to show up at their school. My parents live in Oklahoma, and Norman would erupt in flames like goddamn kindling. Okay. We can't that's have true. that. That's true. You, you, mentioned, that. you mentioned booster money means flames, and they're just like, <laughs> they automatically got, they're, they're so saturated in gasoline. Norm, Norman and North Oklahoma City just erupt in yeah. a fireball. What about that booster money? And you're like, oh, God, part of Dallas is erupted. Part of Dallas is on fire right now. A little bit of Dallas. Like, man, more suspiciously, they missed this one. No, the like, tornadoes kept the fire under control. There wasn't enough money in more Oklahoma because <laughs> they had to rebuild their homes. The tornado winds really kept the wildfires down in Norman, but 95% of the state is a total loss. <laughs> oh, man. I fucking hate uh, it. They at least all have storm shelters and more, though, so we can... We can, we, ch- can, we can chuckle at that one. The guys, next we can, one, hopefully, you just need to make it downstairs. Guys, we can all agree that OU fucking sucks. So, uh, Parker, I've gone on a little grinds my gears. Frank went off on a very niche but very uh, good Cuban uh, call 
Uh, sprint, yeah, dude, I already, got, I already got a response from the Sprint, whatever, like, save our ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, and they said, hey, are you doing, I uh, hope you're doing well today. Are you traveling to Cuba or are you calling uh, to Cuba from the USA? Please send us a direct message. We'll be happy to review her, your account and take a look at your bill. And I said, not listen, fellas, I'm not. But I do have a ton of extended family, which is true. And principally, you shouldn't advertise this as some bullshit special deal. It's like it's you're just robbing people for the ability to talk to family. Parker, when have you ever heard someone start a conversation and then like over a month's time spend less than 20 minutes on hello? Right. When you're calling family it takes us 15 it, minutes to tell us what we're drinking. Yeah. I mean, come on. And yeah, we, we know that we're doing podcast. a podcast. <laughs> So if we paid by the minute for this shit, we'd be broke. Good thing, yeah. Good thing we don't live in Cuba for sure. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe if you really don't like your family, you could squeeze in everything you need to say in that twenty minutes per month. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like yeah. those old commercials for one eight hundred collect or whatever it was. I don't even remember uh, the we add a baby, it's a boy. Um, remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember that? Jesus Christ. Yeah. That yeah. is a fucking callback for the ages. Hold on. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. Ref alert. Thank you. Is that some cranberries in there? Goddamn right. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, that is pretty shady. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of uh, Twitter interactions, did y'all see... Um, uh, old Vildo's uh, re- interaction with Hulu customer support yesterday. I did. I did, did. you did you see no. what the no beer left behind uh, uh-uh. Twitter <laughs> sent yep. in response to Hulu customer support and Vildo? Have you tried turning it on and off again? Yeah. <laughs> that was, so, so that was epic. <laughs> um, I I feel as though the 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 Twitter not to you know. Uh, toot horns too much, but we've had some very like funny moments over the last month or so. Uh, one of the funniest being the fact that I literally was just trying to help a dude out on like how to get your taxes <laughs> to not be some like. All right, so okay, first off, don't pitch this like <laughs> Frank, i.e., like the helpful HR oh, guy God, is yeah coming. No, he was a one hundred percent dick slapping this Twitter user. Strolling him, yes, but but you were giving him sound him. advice. I was, I was like, hey man. Uh, so it was this, this lady was talking about like Slovenia's taxes and how simple they were, and the guy goes, "Well, I really like the fact that I get this massive refund." And I go, "Well, you must really like loaning the government free money because that's what you're doing." And he goes, "Like his first response was akin to." Well, there's no way to not do this, so, you know, step <laughs> off my lawn. And I was like, no, there's a very real way. The IRS puts out this, like, withholding calculator, works a shit ton of time to, to getting this right, and you can type in everything you normally claim, which is normally everything for everybody, right? Like, yeah, you file taxes, they're within a couple hundred dollars each year. Um, and if you get a raise, you can even have that in there as your income and then be like, well, this is my deduction and my taxes went up this much. So you can make sure that your deductions 
are accounted for and your credits are accounted for. So, like, I go, use the withholding calculator. Like, it will literally tell you how to increase your withholding. Frank and even was, put a URL hyperlink in. I did. I did. And then dude comes back with, this is like talking to a brick wall. And I was like, dude, I don't get this. This is literally what you need to do. Like, you know, all you need to do is, like, do this calculation. Go to HR. Motherfucker deleted the whole thread. He just, like, <laughs> deleted it all. <laughs> he just shut up shop and left. Yeah, so there's still a lot of Nobody Left Behind's tweet stream, but you won't find any of the originating tweets because of that. He just was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Okay, I'm going to go do this, and I'm not going to tell anybody that I did it. <laughs> and then it worked. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's so not like funny. HR can't, like, you You can go in and change your, withhold, your, your withholdings at any yeah. time. Now, if you owe taxes past April 15th, yeah. You're sort of fucked, but you you can't if if you need some emergency cash now. Okay, a little inside scoop. If you need some emergency cash, this is like a couple hundred dollars a month. It's not like a fucking million, but you can increase withholding for a little bit if if some costs in your life went up. Just be prepared to pay that back at the end, so you get a little bit of runway. Um, as long as you hold a job, obviously afterwards you're sort of fucked. But um, <laughs> you. yeah, <laughs> withholding that it's within reason. It's within reason, uh, and if you pay it all back before April fifteenth, you're, you're sort of good. So um, yeah, that's just taxes, right? It's there's nothing. Yeah, like if if you if you're gonna work like a lot of overtime that you know yeah. or something, yeah, change it accordingly so the government doesn't put it in your mouth on that overtime. Yeah, uh, and then um, and then you get that nice refund like fucking nine months later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole, interest-free loan to the government. I mean, your whole purpose in life with taxes is to pay or get a couple of hundred dollars back. Like, if you can get within that amount and you're making adult money, you're doing really well. If you're outsized, if you're out, yeah. But I mean, I, okay. You remember when you were a student? You're like, oh, I'm getting this money, but well, you're getting the money back because you get a lot of student loan interest deductions. Yeah, it's get a fucking great. In, yeah, well, you get a lot of in-school, like, shit that'll never happen again. Um, if you're under 18, your parents are claiming you. So hopefully you didn't file taxes. Or if you, if you did, did and you're over you 28, nothing back. winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if you're under 18, you won't be doing any time, you know. Yeah. So I mean, in, in the end, if, if you can get the, like... Yeah, if you can get it to within a couple hundred bucks, you're doing well. But if if you're sitting there and you're like, "Oh, I'm getting three thousand dollars back," you need to. Mm, man, that's a lot to get back in taxes. You really should up your allotments by at least, or your allowance by at least one. There, there are some nice, um, there are nice uh, kid deductions that you get. Um, mm-hmm. And especially if, like, I get yeah, a deduction. if they're unpredictable, then I understand. I was gonna say, like, I, I get a pretty pretty sweet deduction that I could file ahead of time and like have my daycare paid for tax free. Uh, it would negate yeah. the deduction that I get for paying for childcare. But because my wife's a teacher, I can't use that tax free uh, account. It's basically like, like an HSA flex spending. Yeah. Flex spending yeah. for childcare because okay. it's 12 months out of the year. So there would be three months that I would literally be paying for nothing. And, uh, okay. I like to, I like to see that back in a lump sum. It's not that big of a deal. And honestly, it's, it honestly, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, okay. So, but yeah, there's some other, th- there's some other things that would cause it to creep up there. 
But yes, but there's, for the there's most a lot, part, okay. There's a lot of like tax reasoning for you to possibly get a refund every once in a while. That's greater than a couple hundred dollars. But, the, but I your, agree. to your point of if you know these things are coming up, then go you ahead and be proactive, proactively, yeah. and you don't you're not you're not hit with it on yeah. the front end, so you get a big lump sum at the back end. There are some and you know. Go ahead. If, if you're if you're like real smart about it, <laughs> you pay in like three grand, and then you just got a free load. Yeah, <laughs> if you're ready to pay in three grand at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my bonus is coming in March fifteenth. I got this shit yeah. covered. We'll be fine. Yeah, as long as you know that that's what you're using it for, it's a free load. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> All right, sorry, Parker. I rudely interrupted. You pulled a villain on me. I did a little bit, except uh, you, he talked about a million times more than Villem has. Yeah, yeah. On that last cast, you would have thought he was Helen Keller. I'm honestly just over here listening. Yeah, I didn't know he was on the cast until about 50 minutes in. And- <laughs> My favorite was Carl was calling his ass out. He was like, Villem looks like he's ready to seduce a lady tonight. <laughs> and Villem yeah, oh, was yeah. like, he was like podcasting from his bed. I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> like, I've never yeah, seen... It worked. it worked. Yeah, Like when Troy used to, and he'd fall asleep while on the cast. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Hey. That happened one time, and it was hilarious. I that hope Troy hilarious. comes back. I hope his internet speed gets up to his new place, yeah. and, and he can join we us more. Need, we do need, we're getting into the thick of baseball season, so our preeminent baseball analyst needs to be on. Um, before we go on, I, I did send Troy a link, and I, I should have sent it to you, Frank, but Evan Williams is the official whiskey sponsor of Texas Rangers baseball, baby. And they were doing. Oh, no. They have a special Evan Williams Texas Rangers edition whiskey no. that they released this week. I sent him a. I sent him the link on Instagram, and he was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> he was legit I mean, that's excited. Just, yeah. Wow. It's awful. Sorry, Parker. I'm, I'm so sorry. Hey, no problem. I, I just wanted to send something in the thread here, and all fingers are pointing at you, Frank. Okay, I'm just saying. I thought you were. I thought you were over this, but <laughs> apparently you're back at it. Can you read the headline uh, to Oklahoma us? Oklahoma agency issues warning after Texas horse tests positive for equine herpes virus. <laughs> Oklahoma City. Where did it originate? Horse owners across the state are on high alert following the news of a horse testing positive for equine herpes virus. <laughs> yeah. I'm I guessing say it originated out of Buda, Texas. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But here, the reality of horse herpes. Did they trace? I'd imagine they traced back to human. This was like this all over. I know he's was gonna know mare? way too much information. Was it a mare? Or was it a? a, a no, stallion? I think he was actually the comptroller uh, of the city. <laughs> I don't think he was mayoral status yet. He was the yeah, he was the treasurer of Oklahoma City. The nays have it. Yeah, the nays always it. have it here. And we only ask him no, negatively positive questions. No. Do you have any issue with us <laughs> spending this amount of money on X Y? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. That was a. Uh... I, I did. I just screenshotted. I just saw it and and died laughing and thought of you. Well, it was from okay. May 9th, so it was like last week. Uh, so you got to yeah. break it out on last week's cast, but if if it is there. a well, that looks like a full. If if that yeah, is so it's worst. a sexually active uh, teenager. Yeah. No, no, it's like less than one years old. It's like a horse okay. slut at that it, point. Okay, hold on. Let me just explain. If this is a, a foal, horse. If it's a foal, it's most likely the uh I'd say it's quarterback it's, for the Philadelphia. It's either the Eagles. mom that had it. If the mom didn't have it, it's a stallion that Nothing. they used to breed it. So Do you think it could have been uh rape? Horse rape. Horse rape. Hey. For a, a fool? No, that mom would have beaten the shit out of anybody that came near that fool. Uh, that fool. Even that that fool guy, if, you, if if you get in between a mom and her fool, she will kick you right in the goddamn face. There's just no. Yeah. There's no. So I don't think that you shed much about. light on the horse herpes. Yeah, I didn't shed any light on it. I mean, no, I feel you like just you didn't. You didn't confess. If it was a mare or a stallion. No, but it matters. So th- there's. If if the mayor didn't have it before, then it had to be the stallion. If the foal has it, that's just what it is. Okay. okay, okay. So they do artificial insemination. If they trace it back to that stallion, I bet you you'll find a ton of mares across the state Ooh, giving birth yeah. to foals that have herpes. Question. Well, and this is a very and serious all question. Over the country. Very serious. And all over the country because they take so many samples. Yeah. Yeah, they sling that horse semen all over. That's right. Question. I I regularly drive to Austin. Is uh, international tubes of it? You remember those things that you stored your pogs in? Yeah. Yeah, they fill the horse semen and they send them. Well, not really. They fill them in in uh, in syringes. No, they put them. They put them in pod containers. They do not. I've been there when they take it out and actually inseminate the horse. Uh, You are not supposed to be there, but you watched anyway. Yeah, no, not at all. That's not true. I was supposed to be there. I was assisting. My job was handing the vial of semen over. I'm just going. Very weird. I'm going to stand over handing. Yeah, I'm just. And just watch this horse jack off into a tube. Uh, Frank, yeah. is that you over in the shadows? No. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Brian, what were you going to say before I? Uh, we just lost. We were so high on listeners. We were we were so high on listeners before this episode, and then Brian got <laughs> jacking off horses, and I think we just lost all of them. Yeah. Uh, Any games we made were a race tonight. There's no doubt. I lost everybody born like. Um, after '95, with the Pog reference too, so uh, yes, cool. absolutely. Okay. So we have zero listeners now. We have combined zero. All right, Brian. Brian, what were you gonna say? I was gonna ask: Is uh, oral sex a thing in the horse community? I ask um, because one time I went home to Central Oklahoma, and uh, my parents' dog was mouth fucking uh, another dog in the neighborhood. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? <laughs> okay. What? All right. So my dad, awesome. my, my dad has a Jack Russell Terrier that he keeps on a like a cable, and uh, this Jack Russell Terrier has impregnated every female dog within like a mile radius of my parents' house. But he's kept on a chain. He's kept on a so chain. So them bitches yeah. be crawling back for more. <laughs> but that's the, probably your dad thing too. Oh, that's what he says. He has said those exact words. He said, <laughs> bitches are coming back for more. So, 
And he's technically not incorrect. So I walked out. It was like Christmas Eve. Did he I remember. Tape it shut? No, no, no. It was Christmas Eve. It was cold as shit. And of course, this dog is outside in the garage. I mean, in Oklahoma, it was like, what do I want to say? It was like tw- in the 20s with a hard okay. wind. Yeah, and stupidly the, cold. The neighbor's dog is up in the garage. And I walk outside. I'm like, oh shit, there's a, there's a dog here. And she is, uh, she's eating Spud's food. Actually, not figuratively. She's actually <laughs> eating the food out of his bowl. And uh, my dad's dog is just humping the shit out of her face. Like, I mean, locked on, like, with his paws <laughs> over her ears and just dragging his red lipstick across her nose. Yeah, as she's trying to eat. Yeah, that's hunching, man. I envisioned your dad's dog on its back and this with other the dog red rocket. <laughs> in his legs. And that's what you legs. do. You do that. You pictured that. That's not what I saw. I just want the. Okay. Uh, the Your Honor, I'd like to record the show that Parker saw what he wanted to see in his head movies, but what actually took place was just a little friendly flippity flop on the forehead. Now, (laughs) I wanted to—I wanted to know if that's a thing in the horse community. Okay, Frank, being the the horse fellatio expert, I figured I would ask you. There's no, there's no skull crushing. Folatio? is that a thing? Folatio? No, here's the problem. Oh, nice. Like that? That's, that's like a billion in the horse world, though, oh, Brian. Oh my god. So that's not, that's not uh, a pedophile. God damn it! <laughs> All right. Frank. That's not as far as I know a big thing in the horse community. Uh-huh. What I do know is. Un uh, like unwanted uh, advances uh-huh. does happen. Well, but yeah. they, they tend to be the same size. Like mares and and, and stallions can be similarly sized. So I think one also, of them does have a bigger dick than the other one, though. Yeah, but hold on. So live cover <laughs> is super dangerous. Um, live cover. What does that mean? Yeah, live cover is how they breed thoroughbreds. It's the only way that they accept uh, the breeding of thoroughbred racehorses. And that means they put them in a pen until they bang it out and impregnate. God damn, that sounds and intense. It's very intense. So they they because damn. of the number of mares that get killed by live cover, um, they uh, do the artificial insemination. So while there might not be fellatio, there is definitely some intense action going on to the uh, yeah to the point of death. So. God damn so it! So you could yeah. you could say that uh, the stallion in the stallion's world, nope. nay means yes. No, <laughs> nay. You never say anything else. Jokes <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, are themselves man. on this topic. Yeah. And then yeah. every once in a while, here, and you're like, oh, wrong one. That's a oh, joke. Got it. Fucking a donkey. No, it's not fucking a donkey. <laughs> It's not fucking a donkey, Parker. It's classier than that. Oh, I put it in a thing. I put it in the ass. Boom! Oh, Boom! Boom, motherfucker! That's not me. That's no. <laughs> Unless you put Man. it in the ass and then it's here. So. Right. All right. We're okay, getting a little last call material no, here. No, this is class A. No beer left behind. If you thought yeah. that we were nothing but great interviews and witty banter, <laughs> you are. Pretty mistaken. I'm sorry. <laughs> we also do this. It just depends. A lot of this, and every so often we accidentally do some good things. 
<laughs> Two out of a hundred, we did. It's a, good, it's a good mix. It's a good mix. I don't think it's very um, good. I think it's just a mix. It's more it like is, it is a mix. It, it is a mix. And we're, we've we've extended our um, horse uh, inoculation what? discussion to an extensive. Uh, I, I bet it's been 15 minutes since we started this discussion. Yeah, probably. It's good to get this kind of stuff out of you, though, Frank. Yeah, you know, it just I mean, get it off you your gotta, chest. The I, things I, I've, been I've s- only been spewing what I know about horses. That you've sucked and how at a horse. Actually, yeah, produce foals. So, uh, Parker, <laughs> yes, sir. What beer are you having tonight, dude? Oh wait, hold on. Can we do a beer count real quick? Yeah, let's do it. It's been a while. We should. You guys, you guys started off. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. Um, before we go on, I want to make sure <clears throat> that Frank gets the credit that he is due. <clears throat> that last week when we had Manhattan Project on, Frank texted the group and said, Hey, let's cut the beer count this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been really weird to explain to them what the hell the beer count was, so... Good call for you. Well, Frank. not even just that. It was the fact that I, I do believe one single beer had been consumed between our interviewers. Oh, our yeah. interviewees and the interviewers were probably three deep each. Each, yeah. So, <laughs> and one know, of one of been, us was not drinking beer at all, so it wasn't. Uh, really- and, and we did most of the talking for a lot of the bits. And you're like, okay, how do they fit in three beers? We naturally take little breaks and just yeah. you know. Frank's, Frank's, you know, what what are you drinking on right now? What uh, what beer are you up to? He said, knowing the answer. Yeah, so this is uh, beer number. I guess it'd be new, lumber, uh, beer nipper. <laughs> no, I'm I'm counting as I'm like thinking. Sorry, this this one twenty minute. You can have one of those. Okay? Yes, at most. Yeah. So honestly, I've uh, never. I have results. I am one one twenty minute in, and on my. Second, like six ounce pour of wine. So I, honestly, you're probably about two and a half beers in with the one twenty yeah. minute. I, I've never in, in about an hour. So full it's, disclosure, it's not been like a short. It's been yeah. Full disclosure, I have never had a hundred and twenty minute bottle to myself. I've always split oh. those little twelve ounce bottles. So yeah, I, I'm actually no, looking forward to killing one myself one night. Probably not well, on the cast do, though. They do say they do say it aches well. So aches well. It's, yeah, I'll, I will keep it in my fridge. The bottle, as, the as, empty bottle. As the German say, say it aches well. Just keep the empty bottle in the fridge. I'm sure everyone in your house will love you for that. We'll see, you, like, it ages well. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I myself, I'm on beer number two. I started off with the Boulevard Tequila Barrel Goza. Uh, but uh, the wax bottle that I was trying to open early on in the cast is actually a beer from 405 Brewing Company out of Norman, Oklahoma, the shithole of America, as we discussed earlier. Um, it is rum barrel aged FDR, which FDR is their coffee stout that they do. Or I guess, hold on. Actually, look at the fucking bottle. Uh. So yes, they do. They do have. It's an imperial stout uh, brewed with coffee, aged on rum barrels for twelve months. Now let me tell you the insanity of ra- of aging a beer for twelve months on a fucking barrel. It's out of control. Uh, so one thing that that four hundred five brewing does really well is they make excellent coffee beers. I've never tasted coffee beers that have been consistently this good. 
So props to them. Well, whatever the fuck they do, uh, they reached out to us on Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. You should definitely check us out there. They reached out to us on Instagram and actually invited yours truly to uh, a little Saturday morning coffee sesh next time up in, I'm up in Oklahoma. So I think I'm going to take them up on it because they know what the fuck they're doing. But this bad boy, aged 12 months on uh, rum barrels, this uh, bold notes of Costa Rican coffee, hand-selected and roasted by Mariposa Coffee Roastery, have melded back into the depth of 8 FDR's rich body. Time has crafted a flavorful balance of velvety dark chocolate and dynamic barrel characteristics. Now, I will say, the shit that I get out of this beer is flat-out phenomenal. Like, I got coconut. I mean, straight-up fucking coconut out of this beer the first sip that I took of it. And every sip after has just been this nice, like, brown sugar-rich, coffee-backed, malt bomb of goddamn deliciousness that finishes like surprisingly dry like it's not one of those like chewy beers i mean it's pretty chewy but it's not like uh offensively sweet it's just really goddamn good like it it, it full disclosure as good as i've t- as much as i've talked positively about them they have an ipa that's probably the worst fucking beer i've ever tasted in my life and the fact that they make that fucking beer right alongside this gym annoys me. They need to stop it. They need to figure out what the hell they're doing and keep putting out this shit. This is phenomenal. Hey, Sorry. That, that that's a good uh, – I guess that's a good question or topic. If you're really good at one thing, do you have to diversify in order to stop? keep your head above water in the in the craft beer world nah fuck it because i feel like that's probably what their ipa was uh, yeah it's like hey you know we're really good at coffee beers but we probably need something else 100 uh, percent. if you're gonna get a lot of your money from uh tap room sales people coming into your establishment and buying your beer at a yeah. high margin for you then yeah sure but make it good and don't like i don't know there's something that Rufftail does that's pretty impressive. Rufftail out of Midwest City, they make a bunch of beers that are taproom only beers. They don't even can it. They don't put they don't put it in crowlers. I guess they do if you pay for it, but they have like three or four beers that are on their tap wall that don't leave their brewery. And they're those beers are nothing cool. like crazy fancy, but they're super simple and they, they're easy to drink. But they're there so just for that. These the IPA from four oh five was a special, quote-unquote, special release, four-pack, 12-ounce cans. Honestly, I've I've had one beer to myself, and I took another one to work to quality control test it with the people that I work with, and uh, they all agreed, worst goddamn beer they've ever had. <laughs> so, so okay, not to not to divert the beer count any more, more? but what no, I'll say is, is my experience has been that breweries that stick to kegging and stick to local distribution. Um, they don't focus tremendously on canning too much. Um, 512 being the one that I'm describing in Austin, but I've had a couple of them around New York and around Atlanta as well. Um, they tend to have a much more consistent product and they also tend to focus on one product a significant amount more than the ones that can just can it, sell it and move on. Um, so <clears throat> I know it's going to sound a bit cliche, but, um, if you're in Austin, you can find five, one, two, get it. 
uh, and then find out what your local area, like keg only distributor of beer is. Cause I, I guarantee you that's going to be one of the most consistent products you'll find. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just not, um, they can't experiment too much because they're building a brand through bars. Like it's a consistent flavor that they need to represent to people when they order a beer. Anecdotally, right. you're correct. And uh, for the most part, you're absolutely correct. There are some people though who don't know what the fuck bad beer is. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll remind me of that as we're closing out and I'll let you know what I'm doing this weekend. Parker, what okay. beer are you up to? Well, I had two dirty bastards. Oh, shit. <laughs> Numbers of beer though. What, uh, I know, well, I know, that's, I know, that's like seven. I know like Sam, no, eight. no, Sam and Eric are two good guys on a normal night, but tonight they got a little dirty with Parker. It sounds like how many beers have you had though? crazy wednesdays yeah um so yeah two of the founders and mm. and then why i did the whole um when you're at a restaurant and you don't quite know what you want at first and the server looks at you and you say no fuck that divert start with her uh so you get the whole you know extra a minute and a half to dis- to make your decision uh that was me uh, i had to go get another beer and I had another dirty bastard in my hand, and I was like, "Yeah, I probably should pump the brakes a little bit." Um, <clears throat> so I stepped it back down a little bit, reverse order. Daddy light. No, not quite that low. Uh, having a big wave by Kona Brewing. All right. Um, it's a golden ale. It's it's actually aged in oak barrels for eighteen and a half months. Um, with tampon applicators, so that is an absorption rate of uh, what three liters per quarter. So that's good. That's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a high yield alcohol volume to water <laughs> ratio. That's good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No. Stepped it back down to a nice smooth golden ale, four point four percent alcohol. That's cold uh, Budweiser craft beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finish it off with a tall, smooth Budweiser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harry, damn it, Frank. Uh, Parker, sorry, that just caught me so off guard. Parker, I want you to, I want you to really hone in and listen to the first five minutes of this podcast. And you will understand that that laugh means nothing, okay? The way he laughed at his own shitty joke early on in this podcast, uh, it's offensive. It's offensive. It means a lot. It does mean a lot. No, it doesn't. Uh, you did. That was one of the better jokes I've heard all night. Oh, God. My jokes about Dude, and, my... Uh, fo- I'll leave it at that. My Nick Foles joke that no one got earlier was better than your damn goes away joke that you made. Was that during the horse portion? <laughs> yes, of course it was. Guys, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> I know. Uh, y'all were talking about it. Everybody else thing. will hear it because Brian's a preeminent talker because he's recording. So he, it'll no. For all of us. No. <laughs> Yes, it does. Kind or, of does by uh, or like uh, Willem's signature move is if it goes unheard, he'll he'll say it again. <laughs> like, yeah, he'll say it a little bit later. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, listening back to the cast, it's always funny as shit because it's so like 
depressing that like he went for it again. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. I think there was one time that he said it again, and I was like, I heard you the first time, Villem. It wasn't funny then. It's definitely not funny now. Uh, yeah, oh, Villem. That was the good old days. All right. Uh, yeah. So you're drinking a Kona Big Wave. You've had mm-hmm. two dirty bastards. You've had two yeah. founders dirty bastards. That's right. That's um, right. Wow. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a good night in the old Parker household. Yeah. I got to go plant some plants still. Plant some plants outside? Uh, yeah. I'm not doing any inside gardening, Brian. In the middle of the night, though. Dude, I've got a headlamp. You guys would be fucking blown away if you knew how much yard work I did after 10 p.m. I think if I saw your yard, I might not be surprised. <laughs> Dude, it looks like a tropical environment. Well, send us a picture. Mm-hmm. We will uh, post that to the No Beer Left Behind Instagram page. No, nah, we won't do that. But we'll maybe post it to the stories. What's maybe better? The, the tropics, and we'll post an actual picture of like luscious Cuba or the Dominican. Or Parker's garden in planted at night. <laughs> and yeah. then, but, then you, but then you have to you have to pick which one's tropical and which one's Parker's backyard. I think but, oh, that I might be difficult. That. That's where the difficulty like lies. Okay, we got a new game, Parker. So grind your gears. Let's hit it, man. Well, hold on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, yes, yes, go ahead, please. I'll slip some. Yeah, I'll slip some dick pics in there with the tropical flowers as well. So please don't do don't that. I don't have to report you again. It's... <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> well, don't. there'll be like a banana tree in the background or something. <laughs> For scale. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help myself. Okay. 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 Uh, grinds my gears. Man. Um, got a... Got a few of them here, so I don't know how long you guys are looking to stay awake, but... Shit. Numero uno. <laughs> people that leave their shopping carts in the freaking lot, like, just are the same people that I bitched about a couple weeks ago leaving Christmas trees and mattresses and shit at those uh, shoe donation boxes. Like, the same caliber of people, I'm pretty sure. I witnessed one the other day that had I not had my kids with me, I probably would have gotten out and been like, oh, you you, uh, you accidentally left this cart on the side of this other person's car here, you worthless human being, waste of oxygen. It's like, okay, and, and, and namely, I'm speaking of Walmart here, okay? At any given point in the parking lot... I would say you're only a maximum of 50 feet away from one of those shopping cart return bins, whatever you want to call them, stalls. All right. Load your groceries and then go put it in that thing. Don't just leave it there to get carried by the wind. Totally agree. Somebody's new vehicle or old vehicle. It doesn't matter. It's the same principle. Like, don't be a oldest human being. Don't be a dick, like Brian says. Now, I will say this, Parker. Had you come at me whenever I had uh, my incident uh, that I ran into uh, about two years ago at Kroger over in uh, by my old rental house, I was... Oh, that, was that the time you ran into the uh, 90-year-old lady? No, 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 no. I, so I popped, I popped the old front tires up on the shopping cart and posted up my shopping cart on the curb like... We were fucking way out away from any like form of civilization. I also had my daughter with me as I was loading up all my groceries, 
And my daughter at the time was like maybe five months old. Okay. By myself. Okay. Prop the car card okay. up, pick up my daughter and start walking away. And this fucking cocksucker <laughs> looks over at me and goes, Oh, you're really just gonna leave that fucking cart right by my car? So I did what any good dad did would do and walked directly at this piece of fucking shit and started po- pointing at the middle of his chest. And I go, you're goddamn right I did. I have a fucking child. I'm not going to walk all the way up to the fucking front of this store and put the cart back because your fucking Audi is 80 feet away from this cart where I put it. You're going to bitch at me for putting my cart here. You can suck my asshole, dude. And I walked off. Homeboy was sitting there looking at me like I had lost my mind. And I probably <laughs> well, you did. But I was also, I was also, remember, five months. You you out-crazied him. Dude, yeah, he did. He he just sat there and he was like, I've got no level to match that. Like, Unless I I kill this person, I'm not getting to his level. (laughs) Was 100%. Am I willing to kill him right now? Is this worth life? Nope, it's not. (laughs) I was, I don't know. I was at an 8, but that dude was at a 12. Shit. I don't know. I don't know if you caught the part where I said I was with a five-month-old child and this dude wanted to come at me for a fucking shopping cart. You can eat every piece of dick in this parking lot right now, sir. Like, I had not slept no, in, I think, three I mean, days. I mean, listen, I, I don't disagree. I, well, I, I I don't know how to disagree with that because I've never had a five-month-old, so I'll be but very, the issue, very the issue is that. the issue is what he was, the whole, the whole, like, I saw what his complaint was, which was, you're going to put that cart right there by my car. Normally, I would be like, I would be like, yeah, sure, I, I shouldn't have done that. But I also took the fucking time to lodge the cart where it's not going to move. Yeah. It's not going That's anywhere. Admirable. One, Brian two, to his Christmas family drive. Dude, I fucking un- oh, when that, I say that dude, that dude had no money. He was just there oh. buying his kids some diapers. In his the only money he made, fucking Audi A six. Yeah. Well, yeah, he just ran. He ran on rough times, people. And then Brian was like, Spent "Okay, all I'll, his money on the car." Oh, yeah. Christmas wish you, here's dude. $500. He clearly, he clearly midlife crisis to that car, and then wanted to at me, bro, out in the parking lot, and I fucking oh, uncorked on him. I, I well, okay, but, 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 that, but, but you don't want to leave your child unattended for well, no, for, you know, one. But on a, on a, on a general, on a general level, okay, there are X number of people in this world with five month old babies or less, or whatever, one year old babies or less, uh, at any given time. They are in the minority, so mm-hmm. if we if we deal with this like on a general basis, don't leave your fucking I, shopping no, cart no. in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, no. If you just get blown by the wind, just don't. It's not Gone by the Wind was a movie. It doesn't need to be a real was, life experience. It was Gone with the Wind, world. but that's fine. That's fine. No big deal. It was a book to start with. But. Yeah, and, uh, it won an Academy yeah, Award. Anyway, I, I don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kanye, take it easy. This is yeah. before Audible. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking bullshit fiction, no one's got time for that. All right, yeah. Parker. No, no, generally generally speaking, yeah, don't 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 leave it in the in the lot. Like, and this was a busy lot. It wasn't oh, yeah. like a freaking Albertsons that's going out of business with two other people <laughs> in the lot and those were employees. Now, like okay. on the other hand, this like This was a busy lot. I have also taken time to like walk over and grab a mom's cart like who's clearly struggling with like getting her kids in the car after a load like okay. Like I subsequently you got pepper sprayed but Yes, absolutely and rightfully so. I was trying to gra- I didn't realize the kid was still in the cart. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Simple mistake. Buckled in. (laughs) And he was like, hey, you're not my dad, in a full deep-toned voice. No big deal. I don't understand. Whatever. Part part of Brian's response is like, 
maybe he got pepper sprayed or maybe his balls hadn't dropped yet. It's just like it's it's a virtual like middle. I don't know where that went. Anyway, Parker, what? Listen back. <laughs> Fair enough. That was like on our sign off a couple weeks ago, and he said, "When Brian says what Parker says, it <laughs> means, and then he means it." <laughs> he said last week he described a beer as if it were like licking lime salt, but without the salt part. Think of that. It'll make yeah, sense. Well, it, it, it tastes like that. It All right. I was planting like flowers at night whenever I heard that portion. And I died laughing in my backyard. He was planting his his uh, neighborhood garden of the month flowers when he heard that at yep. uh, one p.m. or one a.m. That's not right. All hey, right, call me when you're six times repeating. Okay. Oh shit! Sick burn. Do I need to play the aeration video to put you back in your place, Frank? <laughs> Dude, hey, it might look ridiculous, but it works. I'll show you my fucking lawn right now. I'll show you this broken rib right now. I don't give a shit. Prove it. I don't give a shit. Live oaks fucking just sprouting up new leaves, you know. Brand new St. Augustine vines going across the lawn. It's pronounced Sagon. Sagon. Yeah, that's right. I actually call it Augusta National. Oh, oh, that's man. his front yard. It's like a putting green. It's like a putting green. Okay. Uh, Parker. So, yes, numero a dos. Very long time. Drop the deuce. Very on long. Us. Yeah, drop the dose. What's your second grinds my gears? Um, before we get into Brian's old, like, you know, very, I don't know, underrated hatred of shopping carts and putting them back. No, it was into... just the way that dude tried to at me in the fucking yeah. parking lot. Uh, I wasn't going to okay. stand for it. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got an excuse. No. Everybody's got an asshole, you Brian. To, uh, find a relative that you can stay with and lay low for a while because you probably <laughs> want me for murder. Yeah. <laughs> dude still curled up. He told me to off myself. <laughs> he was holding a child. He anyway. curbed me with the shopping cart. <laughs> Dude, I went full on Papa Bear. I'm sorry. I if that guy's listening, he's clearly oh, not. Five months in, you didn't understand your powers. I didn't. I didn't understand what 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 I was capable of. Honestly, yeah, you had no idea. You're like, oh, and now I understand guy. where the shotgun came from in Ted Cruz's video. What Ted Cruz? <laughs> You don't remember when he whipped out the gun and he was like, like I'm in full support of firearms and he was like had his daughter next to him. You don't a remember couple that? a couple things. One, don't ever fucking compare me to Ted Cruz. Two <laughs> ever. I know I've gained some weight in the past couple of years, but let's fucking calm down. Oh god. I am not a public oh, official. Dude, he's looking like a teddy bear lately, man. He's talking about don't you dare compare me to Ted Cruz in any way, shape, or form. Second, I don't know what I was going to say, but don't. Anyway, all right, Parker, uh, n- drop okay. the deuce on us. Numero dos. Uh, here is a it's a it's a quick hitter. Uh, Grand Smoke Gears number three. Um, sorry, Jay. Numero trace is a better one. Okay, number two here is suggested friends on Facebook. Okay. Just stop it. You're drunk, Facebook. Go home. Like, whenever it says suggested friend, and I'm like, who is this? Okay. And then it says one mutual friend. I'm like, 
Are you kidding me? That's your algorithm? If you have one mutual friend, they automatically assume that I should know this person? Like, I've got like 800 friends on Facebook. Come on. Zuckerberg, like, you're better than that. That makes no sense. It makes sense whenever there's 40 mutual acquaintances or something like that. By one mutual friend, that means every single one of my friends on my friend list, quote-unquote friend list, could also be... I could I could know one of their one-off friends from their grandma's sister's uncle. So, okay, so interesting. Okay, coming from a technology angle at this problem, what you're actually asking for is a better tracking of your behavior on Facebook, or no suggestions. No. Let me find no. the people that I want to follow. Exactly. Thank you, Brian. That's the other one. That's the other the way. Human. That's the other way. But I mean. Wh- Hold on, hold on. But your problem statement was different. So are, are you actually going with, I don't want to be followed and I want to find my people, or I want my suggestions to be valid? That's a very good point, Brian. Uh, that's true. That's true. I would like them to be more valid because there have okay. been some that it's like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't talked to that guy in 10 years. I've, you know, But clearly we've got 36 friends in common. Uh, that's why. That's where it pulls that person from. I get that, but the one mutual friend that makes no sense to me. No. So, so the 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 problem statement that you just exerted is only solved by tracking you further. Oh, and I like th- they I, don't track us enough. Yeah, track me further. No, I don't care. No, I understand, but I, I'm saying I, I, like people need to understand what what backing off and what getting deeper means, right? Like if you want suggestions in your local area about like places that you've liked or enjoyed or whatever, they need to track you deeper. If, if you don't want any suggestions and you want them to be general and just the tip, you just worry about just the tip. Yeah. If it's going to be just the tip action, then you're probably at the level that Facebook is right now. Like it's, it's a fairly, sophisticated algorithm but it's not nearly sophisticated enough to to lead you down the path of like singularity right like these it's, are people you've ever met in your life it's sophisticated enough that it could rule out just because i have one mutual friend with this person out of 800 that yeah we should probably not suggest that person to humble this guy. brag parker jesus i absolutely don't disagree with you i don't disagree okay. and that, that that one filtered through probably based on not just friends, but also based on mutual interests. Like it's an advanced it algorithm. There are multiple happens. variables. So, so you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Then, if you're saying it's I'm so not. advanced, it can't pick up that discrepancy. Okay, so no. So, so the algorithm. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just. There, there is an important part here. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. An algorithm is a filter. It's an advanced filter for life. Okay, so what it says is: first off, do they have mutual friends? And then it goes X, Y, Z through fucking double A, triple A, quadruple Z. Do they have any of these other things in common? If they do, they might or might not have met. Okay. So however long that algorithmic string is for relating friends, you matched with the one mutual friend person enough to where they go, they probably met. Is it the most valid match? It could be. Um, If it's not then you just don't have much in common with your mutual friends and their friends. Well, I'll tell so you. It's, it's like today's that made me put this in my grinds my gears uh, notes section. 
today's suggested friend had multiple neck and face tattoos. I don't think it's working properly. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, okay, you have a felony. That is this guy. I'm telling you how the algorithm works. Okay, it, I get it. it. Is, I'm not calling you out. I'm calling Zuckerberg. It is most likely due to similar likings of groups, <laughs> things, and, and, and one friend. Like, I was, it's I was, not what, – the, the person might like three things and match and be 100% like. It's not – there's volume too. Like it's not – it's not as direct as you would think. It's not we like everything the same, and then that's the first person. So before no, before you face- like movies, TV shows, a hundred percent the same, and you know the person, and then maybe you're the same person. Before Zuckerberg splooges in Frank's rectum because he's riding that D so hard, and I was going to keep it fun, <laughs> and I was going to I was going to try to I was going I was I was kidding I was kidding Frank I was one hundred percent he's a fucking motherfucker he's a fucking motherfucker cold. Hold on. I was trying to keep it fun and exciting and try to play the guessing game as to who Parker was tried, like who is this mutual friend or who was this a uh, suggested friend, I guess. And I was going to say, like, uh, you know, if I were to get a page, you know, suggestion of, hey, maybe you should follow this page and it be someone say, like, Paula Dean, I know that I know who in my family liked that page that I would be connected with this inward-dropping mother. And I was hoping that you wouldn't find yourself in a similar situation where it was like, hey, it suggested that I be friends with this dude named Richard Spencer. And I wanted to make sure that wasn't the case for you. Because I can see how Facebook suggesting a fucking Nazi might be a a harsh friend friend request. Like, hey, you might like this guy because... Ted really likes Nazi propaganda, and then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I got to unfriend that makes Ted you now. Think what you're doing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, now, did, speaking of Paula Dean, did I send that to you guys a few months ago uh, about the Paula Dean Entertainment Center that somebody was selling? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was like an entire wall, a wall of shelves. And I commented and I said, if I purchase this, is it going to call me racial slurs? <laughs> Yeah, it was like a Facebook uh, for sale ad or yeah, some Facebook shit. Facebook Marketplace, yeah. yeah. It was priceless. Uh, oh, man. That's a fucking I had to jump on that opportunity. Quality. That was like getting in on the, on the ground floor of a uh, multi-level marketing scheme. I had to do it. That was the IPO of a good racist joke is what that is. <laughs> so so, so spinoff to uh, tracking, better tracking. Okay. Um, Google reviews. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to turn them off. You know, I kind of liked them at first. Like, yeah, I'll I'll write a review for this place. You know, but they need to they need to get with it because I was at a stoplight, uh, and this has happened several times. I was at a stoplight the other day in front of a Panera for all of what a minute and a half, and I get a rate you know review Panera Bread Company, and I'm like, what the. F- I, no, okay. They need to put some kind of stopgap in there that, like, this person must be at this location for ten plus minutes before you ask them to review something. Not just Wait, hold on. drive you, by yes. and you are, got are asked. You like to a, Panera. You're like a certified Google reviewer. I am. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. They just pop up. I, I, I am because I I review uh, maps, Google Maps, every, like maybe once a week or so. 
with road closures and road updates. That's one thing that I do do. But yeah, no, Parker, I understand. I get the same thing. Like I'll drive. I, I legitimately shop at Walmart down the street from my house. This is the only goddamn grocery store out here. Uh, but when it, right, eh, lock me up, lock me up. You know what I mean? Tie me up, put me in the butt, whatever. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> uh, when I drive by Waterboard. that, <laughs> waterboard me, baby. So when I drive by that Walmart, it asks me for a review of like, Rare is this. Form. Rare form tonight. Rare form. Is this place open? (laughs) My favorite is this, Parker. Have you gotten this? Where if you actually write a review about a place, you get a couple of messages like a month later that it's like, hey, someone's got a question about you know business ABC. And yeah, and 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 some people follow up on those. Oh, I do. No. Oh, I do. I'm a full on nerd. You're a good man then, because I'm like, no, you you fucking. You figure it out on your own, man. I just I did my two part. <laughs> I also I also write reviews for places that I frequent and or uh, write reviews for breweries. So people I, will ask I do some the same. dumb questions about breweries. Are babies allowed here? Well, I mean, sure. I mean, they're not like they're kicked out. The kids don't have to wait in the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't Chris them down the field. Yeah, there's no like <laughs> fucking no, Matt Moore shopping cart in the parking yeah, lot. Well, you can tie them to the to the parking meter, sure, but yeah, just yeah, don't bring them inside. Whatever. God, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, officer. What happened here? Oh no, they tried to bring a baby to a brewery and he got punted across mm-hmm. the parking. It's we, totally normal. We kicked the we, toddler. We, I don't know what happened. Yeah, we, we called the paramedics and. Yeah, it was just, you know, shouldn't have brought him, really. <laughs> Don't come with that weak shit in my house. I, yeah, even, exactly. I put a sign up right here. It says it. It's it's Yeah, it's well pronounced in Dallas County. You can't do this. So <laughs> it's, I don't understand what the parents were thinking. Parker, Honestly, they're to blame. Parker, to your point of, uh, yeah, I, I get some of those every now and then. And because I travel the same roads every day and because I stop at some of those same places, like maybe once a month, you know, once a quarter or whatever, just depending on how my schedule is. I do get some rando review asks. Uh, there was one day I got stopped in traffic every day at the same spot by a Papa Do's in Dallas. And it asked me to review my stay at Papa Do's, which only <laughs> infuriated me more because I was like, God damn it, I didn't even go to Papa Do's. I wish I did now. And that I could give her a review. delicious, Google. Yeah, it sounds so fucking good, but I was sitting there at 7.30 in the morning. They're not even yeah. open, Google. Come on. Like, yeah, get your shit straight. I, I, I think that's just kind of more of a... Uh, schism or a fluke in the algorithm of google life they're working know. it out it's still fairly new really for yeah for google google reviews yeah google hasn't been around for <laughs> fucking 20 years we haven't figured been able to figure that out no big well. deal no big deal, no big deal. <laughs> the, the tracking everybody's daily movements um did y'all see any, that shit? anyhow do the, I? did y'all see that where people have gone in and requested all of their data from Google no. over the last like 20 years. This one dude on, on the Twitter tweets uh, posted like, it was like a no joke 30 tweet thread of all the data that had been collected on him from Google over the last 10 years. Yeah, I saw that. It was no. something like 400 or 500 pages yeah. of, of like stop ins, check ins, uh, longitude, latitude, like movement, uh, various reviews, websites. It, it's creepy. It, it's ridiculous. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, 
I wonder what mine would be. Would mine be more than 500? I feel like mine would be more than 500 pages because I live and die by the Google. Like, I, I yeah. literally I navigate to work every morning and home every afternoon via Google. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I did see where, like, uh, I don't know if it was Fitbit or one of the sorts um, where people, you know, it's like public information, um, where it was basically showing, like, foreign military operations, people that were wearing Fitbits. Yeah. And it was showing basically, like, Oh, they clearly go out on exercises here every day at this time, or these people are jogging in you know around this mountain at this time, and like stuff that could be used totally with malicious intent against us and our military forces, right? Um, you know, for basically counterintelligence. And I need to stop saying basically, but no, you can uh, say it a couple more times, fine. Basically, what I'm saying is, okay. I think they probably put the crackdown on on that as far as public. Um, but <clears throat> it was kind of interesting, you know. You don't think about that little thing on your wrist, but it's tracking your every single movement. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that. Holy I, I shit! Much further, I'm going through and looking at my Google Maps, and it shows you a history timeline or your your timeline option. It shows you your driving habits every single day. So, like... It does, yeah. So, it'll, it'll tell you where home is when you're about ready to go home. So, on May 11th, which was last Friday, yeah. I drove a total of 98 miles, 2 hours and 37 minutes. I walked for 11 minutes, which is fucking weird because I didn't tell it that I lo- I walked for that quarter he mile. He uses a wheelchair. From that's a, really yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's rude. So insulting. Greg Abbott, Ryan, what, what do you insulted What do you think Greg Abbott thinks of the walking feature on Google? I really, yeah, exactly. Abbott would be way more insulted because they uh, should know. I see <laughs> walking, bicycle, and public transportation options, but yeah, where's the wheelchair option? I go about five miles an hour slower but faster. What's really lame is yesterday it shows that I walk. It shows that I walked four hundred and fifty feet. Which makes me sound like a fucking lazy ass. <laughs> I know I walk more than that because my pet, my, my pedo, my pe- pedometer told me so. But like yeah. pedophile, pedophile, pedophile-dometer. But like every day, what's here? Here's what's sad. I basically drive seventy-three miles round trip to and from work every day. That's dude. Is that what your pedof- uh, uh your pedophometer tells you? Od- odophometer. <laughs> Yeah. So here's what I'll say. Okay. okay. All of these internet devices come with a certain amount of know it. And and if you're willing to accept the know it, the experience is, is wonderful. It's actually like um they can predict a lot of things. Predictive an- analytics is very powerful. But at a populist level, you don't necessarily need to give them all the data to be predictive. So if 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 you're in the like minority that you know, you're just willing to do the general population. You don't need everything specified to you. Um, the data you give them when you sign up will give them enough to give you fairly valid ads, fairly valid suggestions. Um, if you want hyper, hyper local, like Brian, you need to do this. Um, you need to give them a lot of data. And and I'm not willing to do the latter. Um, yeah, I can do the former, and I think... I think a lot can be gathered by uh, crowdsourcing with a bit of data. 
from the former, but the the latter is it's too much for me. I, I don't I don't agree with the fact that you could, um, based on research papers, uh, accuse people of being terrorists. Like it's it's not it's not cool. So um, yeah, out of out of like, if we learn anything from like data and algorithms, it should be that there is a limit to the amount of of data that should be collected about people, and and people have rights to data in Europe. Are they're far ahead of us on, on this topic, um, and we need to get up with it. So, Parker, yeah, uh, was that your last grinds my de- my gears? Well, I don't know. It depends I mean, if you want to wrap up or not. I've got I a mean, third one that's kind of lengthy. If y'all want to, if y'all want to wrap, and then maybe if we can do a last call one night or something. Yeah, let's wrap, and then let's do the the third grinds my gears. <laughs> As Brian is editing, and then <clears throat> we can include that, or that could be the last call, right? I mean, perfect. Okay, all right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, all right. Well, we'll just. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us uh, for this episode of Nobody Left Behind. Um, I hope you had a good time, and if you did, please let us and others know how good you thought we were by leaving us a review on iTunes. I, I hear other podcasts out there saying like, or uh, whatever, wherever you get your podcast. But I'm going to be honest with you. iTunes is the only place that I found other than some like Ted's podcast, like repository uh, where, where you can actually leave a review. So leave a review on iTunes. If you can, if not reach out to us on Twitter and just let us know how good or bad, preferably good we're doing each and every week. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at NoBeerLeftCast, also on Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast. It's where we post all of our good uh, beer photos and uh, just general happenings with No Beer Left Behind. And uh, so, yeah, I hope you had a good time. I know I did. If you would like, if you're hearing this and you're in the DFW area and you would like to join me on my uh, brew tour of breweries that I have talked shit on, I'm taking that this Saturday. I'll be at Franconia at 11 a.m. Saturday. That is May 19th. I will be at at Franconia Brewing Company in McKinney, a.k.a. Frank Shithole, Texas. I will then be leaving Franconia and going over to Tupps Brewery, also in Frank Shithole, McKinney, Texas. Uh, I will leave there and either go to 903 up in Sherman because I have talked mad shit on 903 or I will go down to uh, TKO Libations and uh, drink there. TKO I know nothing about so it's going to be a new brewery experience for me in the colony. But if you have any interest in joining me at any of those locations please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast on both, okay? So for Brian here in North Texas pissing the night away Drinking Oberon by Bells because it's a nice summer drink. Until next time, I'm out. Yes, Brian. Um, still waiting on that Manhattan Project Half Life to make its way up here uh, via <laughs> USPS. When uh, oh, FedEx, I was gonna say DHL. if you're waiting for them to distribute up there, it may be when uh, UT plays Alabama. It may be up there. No, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Um, and yeah secondly uh, thanks for listening we do appreciate it 
for Parker, the shopping cart hall monitor in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm out. For Frank, uh, down in far, far southeast Monterey, I would, I would like to address just one thing tonight, and and that would be Brian's disgusting love of McKinney, Texas. Um, Brian, take some diapers. Uh, I do have a feeling you'll need that to clean up your morning after spill. I'm out. Beer! <laughs>